Welcome to episode 40 of Freedom Unchained. I am your infamous host, Joseph Thomas, also known as Pianon. <clears throat> I'm coming to you before the intro because today's interview is with Ann Wolf, a dear friend and musician who we've interviewed previously, but she has a, uh, a new song that's coming out, some new endeavors. Uh, with organizations as well as uh, new albums coming and she has been a dear friend for quite some time you don't want to miss this it is truly an inspiring interview and she's just a wonderful person but also I wanted to give an update as to my case I went to DC for my sentencing and out of the charges that I was convicted of which you can hear in my previous episode where I share my story I was awarded four years ten months in federal prison three years probation twenty thousand dollars in fines and two thousand dollars restitution now with that being said I disagree with some of the rulings of the court specifically enhancing my sentence with points that are based in the charges I was found not guilty of, specifically the very two specific charges of violence at the Capitol and violence in restricted area, along with the 1512 obstruction of an official proceeding charge of which I was found not guilty. That's a 20-year felony. But even though I was acquitted, they decided to punish me with those enhancement points on the rest of my charges. And I will be filing appeals. I will be continuing my fight for true justice for all of the January 6th defendants, including myself and their families. And in that fight, over the last almost three years, I have designed, created, and promoted the Sing for Freedom campaign. That's Sing the number four freedom where I ask all of you, America, to sing the national anthem at 9 p.m. Eastern and post it online in solidarity with those that are being politically persecuted because of their presence at the Capitol, to fight for true justice, meaning if somebody did something wrong, they need to be held accountable, but that justice needs to be fair and equal on both sides of the aisle. And everything that Ann has done has exemplified the American values of liberty, freedom, and fairness. Hope you enjoy. Your Honor, can you take these chains off me? Can you come and take these chains off me? Your Honor, can you take these chains off me? Can you come and take these chains off me? I did it for the land of the brave, home of the free. Find someone who's more patriotic than me. Your Honor, listen to me. Can you come and take these chains off me? Can you come and take these chains off me? Okay, excuse me. Fighting for a flag last time I check was all our duty. It's hardened and truly how the government try to do me. I'm a warrior, faith for the traitor, it's how they view me. Wanna throw away my key for upholding the Constitution. My rights don't go to those who don't speak English fluent. Wanna teach me right from wrong, but take GOD from my students. Can we all agree that it's lies that the news is spewing? Wanna paint it black on white to distract us from what they doing? Hey, that's why we marching to the Capitol while singing Star Spangled Banner. Take my rights or take my life under oath. I gotta fight so it don't matter. Oh, 
people say, can you see by them dawn's early lights? Dawn's early light was so proudly we held As the twilight's last gleaming hey. Your honor, can you take these chains off me? Can you come and take these chains off me? I have a little special treat for you all. I'm going to have a uh, special guest, a dear friend of mine, uh, come on and um, share something with all of you. <clears throat> Many of you know who she is, and she has been a voice of freedom and has been singing for freedom since, I mean, long before January 6th and many other things. She uh, sticks out. Um, from the crowd and stands up for vets, POWs, MIA, those killed in action, as well as natives and many, many other just wonderfully divine causes. Um, truly red, white, and blue flows through her veins. And if she gives me a thumbs up, I will bring her on. I'm just waiting to make sure she's ready. So um, once we conclude speaking with her, then we will resume right back to where we were at in uh, covering the video footage. Um, but I would like to just take a moment to have her uh, have her share with us. And she has been putting out tons of great music to bring awareness to everything that has been going on in our nation for quite some time. And so I would like to give a happy, hearty, and very privileged welcome because the privilege is all mine, the honor is all mine to say hello to Ann Wolf. Hey, good morning. Good and morning, friend. How are you? Oh, I'm just counting my blessings today. It's uh, been a very powerful Thanksgiving, thinking about um, what it is to still live in the land of the free and still have the privilege of working on that. And it's always so good to see you. I've been such a fan of your work, such a, a, a grateful supporter. Um, there's so many ways that you offer your help, your services, and your encouragement. So I'm, I'm honored to be here with you again. Well, the honor is all mine, ma'am. I'm, I'm honored to be able to call you friend, and I'm, I'm thankful that I've uh, been able to be blessed in your presence, uh, with your presence, I should say. And um, blessed to have friends like you that surround me in these in these trying times, the in the land of the free, um, because of brave. And right now we have to be brave to even be living during times like this. So um, having great friends like yourself makes it just that much easier to know that we're not in this alone. So welcome and thank you. Oh my God! Well, it's God's provision. You know, he he promised us in the scriptures that we. You know, he couldn't spare us necessarily from the persecution, but he did promise that we wouldn't go through it alone. So, <laughs> and it, this is what he does is he brings people together and uh, brings provision for what it is that we truly need to do and need to be focusing on. So, yeah. So anyway, I've really been uh, enjoying watching your podcast uh uh, your, I guess it's almost like a ministry, I guess you could say, uh, growing. And you're on multiple channels now. I remember the first podcast that we ever did together, you had a voice only. I think it was through Spotify. It was a great conversation, though. We covered everything, veterans and the VA and 
course, current affairs and the prisoners, uh, our J6 prisoners and so on. But um, now you've got audiovisual and uh, all kinds of uh, news clips and wonderful commentary. You've, you've, you're really good at this. <laughs> I truly enjoy watching whenever I get the opportunity. Well, I certainly appreciate the kind words, ma'am. I'll be honest. There's days that I feel like I'm I'm failing at it, but uh, I just keep on trucking along and and you know try to do uh, what God puts in my path, and so I, I certainly do appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> you have been, uh, as you say, a voice for freedom for quite some time, and uh, for those of my audience that aren't part of the Cool Kids Club to know exactly what that is <laughs> and what it is that you've been doing, uh, kind of give us a, a recap, a little bit of background. All right. Uh, yeah, and after that, I get to uh, share about our new video that features uh, features Sing for Freedom. So I'll segue right into that. Yeah, so for a number of years, uh, actually, I've been uh, writing and recording music and vocations, doing little mini documentaries on all kinds of uh, uh, causes that God really moved my heart to cover. Uh, as far as uh, the military and first responders and so on, I could see that there was a need for comfort for families who had lost members uh, serving or people who were coming out of the military, for instance, that were struggling with uh, injuries and a long term situations. Uh, so the first group we refer to as the gold star families, something, a star you do not want. <laughs> and the silver star families, of course, would be those who, uh, uh, families and, and individuals, you know, who uh, have experienced injury as a result of their service. And then the blue star are people who have loved ones in their immediate family that are, you know, serving currently. And this would just be with the military. Uh, with first responders, they deploy every day. <laughs> and it's a real serious situation, but uh, there's a there's quite a lot of support that our country could really stand to give these communities. I think it's growing now, but I guess in my own humble way, I would just try to use music and videos and, uh, of course, uh, opportunities to speak like this, you know, to encourage people to get involved, to notice who in their neighborhood, for instance, might be serving, what their needs might be, if nothing else, just to sit and listen. Um, so years ago, I started doing um, some special ceremonies to honor our killed in action, our missing in action, and those who have been uh, hurt serving. And oh, I tell you, uh, that's taken me all over the country. I got my, I have my own missing man table, and I have a soldier's cross, which is the helmet and the rifle and the boots, and all of that. You know, some of you may be more familiar with uh, one side or the other, depending on what your affiliations have been. But I carry both of them. I set them both up, and I, many of you have heard the missing man table ceremony, which. Uh, basically honors uh, th those who never came home, those who became prisoners of war, and even former POWs, uh, many of whom I've had the honor of meeting in, in my line of, you know, service. But uh, so I would set these uh, up and then I would recite this uh, or present, you know, honors by reading the missing man table, which explains basically what's on the table. And then uh, working with a, a gentleman who serves well, he was a combat vet, a Silver Star combat vet, and um, 
going through a lot. And yet he served in the honor guard in the state of Tennessee, uh, sometimes doing several services a day. We became friends and he worked with me to create the killed in action ceremony or the soldier's cross ceremony. So I have that. And recently, and I recorded a ceremony, a special invocation to honor the service of those who are serving as first responders. So they'll, there will be that added as well. But in the meantime, sometimes I get called to do all of them. Sometimes I get called to just do killed in action. Uh, an example of that, uh, twice I've been invited down to Jacksonville, Florida, where they've been holding an annual memorial for the Benghazi fallen. And I think that's incredibly important. It was, uh, you know, uh, very moving to be there, especially with family members and so on. So I've been kind of bumping around this for a couple of decades and then I came to learn about POWs in um, the foreign territory of Washington DC and uh, I, I thought of them as that because it is after all a foreign territory and uh, it came to my attention that they were not experiencing the fullness of their constitutional rights uh, often held as if they were combatant hostages um, you know uh, someone who would be wanting to do ill for our country and yet uh clearly and you could speak to this joseph uh but many of them uh majority of them in fact are veterans some of them dual service and i'd been hearing all these stories so i found the group i went looking for the community of people that were serving the needs and responding to this situation and i found them on telegram and from there i got to know people through the prisoner's record and at the time that was literally the only uh channel that was available to discuss these things People had tried on Twitter and had tried on uh, the other platforms to be remaining nameless this morning, <laughs> but uh, they found that their life, their life uh, support went out there and they were sort of kicked off and so on, you know, so Telegram received all of us very well and I would attend the daily prayer vigils and listen to the stories and at one point uh, when after people became aware of the fact that I had been writing music for various causes for a song and I told them I said you know that's been on my heart for a while but I kind of have to go to God on that one and and so I said I'll tell you what I'm gonna wrap up here with you all I'm gonna go down to my studio I'm gonna take out an instrument I'm gonna pray about it and see what God brings and by golly that's the night that the song stand your ground was born and uh, I was able to rally my producer to basically stop what he was working on at the time he's based out of Florida too by the way but um, so uh, rather than drive down there, he actually went to work on creating tracks and I jumped in a local studio here and I emailed him the tracks and he was able to bring me a master within about 10 days from the request being made. And I'm so grateful for that. So I went to work and created the first of several videos with that particular song. And then um, eventually that led to the creation of the invocation for the politically persecuted because I felt like in as much as I do the missing man table ceremony and the killed in action ceremony, um, uh, certainly, you know, with good reason, people could argue that these are prisoners of war. It's an undeclared war, perhaps in many ways, but uh, certainly the conditions are very like that of what people have gone through as, as captives in other countries during other wars um, without, you know, their civ civil liberties in many situations. Um, but I wanted to have a special ceremony for them, not necessarily the missing people, um, 
And so I prayed about that. And uh, through a series of, uh, I guess, inspired moments, uh, I was able to produce that. My friend uh, Cynthia Price came into the picture. She and I met on the Prisoner's Record Prayer Channel one evening. I did pop in. I don't get in as quite as often because there are so many duties at night and uh, places that I have to go and do outreach and chaplain work and so on. But um, she she reached out to me, actually, and she uh, she could spearhead a committee of uh, defendants and she herself she and her husband both are defendants and she wanted to be a part of the creation of the ceremony for the politically persecuted and of course the invocation that's included in that and so she set up a channel on telegram and invited some people in um you know that had been in the movement for a while and these people kindly uh, uh auditioned my work you know as i was producing the script as i was going through a, you know they helped me uh finding all kinds of great family pictures for defendants so that I could add those to the film. And then, of course, there was the creation of the film and so on. And we have remained uh, fast friends ever since. And she's worked with me on every single project since. She's a wonderful consultant. And uh, she herself is facing uh, her sentence uh, coming up. And oh, my goodness. So those of us on the outside, you know, uh, in positions like myself, uh, that are committed to this cause. Uh, I, I just believe my job is to get up every morning, put on my uh, working clothes and get to work, you know, to support people that are going through what it means to be on the front lines of the struggle to hold to freedom. Um, I do promote two things as a voice for freedom, uh, two kinds of freedom, one being freedom of soul. Uh, and this is because of our personal and intimate connection with the Holy Spirit of God that moves our every breath is what people began to experience that's described on Pentecost Day. Um, of course, I do chaplain work that's interdenominational. And this relationship with God is what brings about that spiritual freedom that goes way beyond denominations. Uh, we're discovering that the church is a state of grace rather than a place. And in the process of finding this out, I kind of call that grace-pilled. You know, we talk about uh, red-pilled when we learn uh, that there have been many untruths that have been fed to us for uh, quite a while now, uh, when people begin to realize that uh, the depth of their connection with God is something they can experience right within, regardless of the denomination and regardless sometimes of if they belong to a particular affiliation or not. So those sort of walls are coming down. Then on the other side of freedom, we have liberty of life. And that's because of our tenets of liberty, which I mean, how can you separate that from God? Those gentlemen were on bended knee asking for inspiration. Look history for uh, to learn and to apply what had been learned in creating our tenets of liberty. And we have our military uh, documents, which individuals like Derek Johnson are talking about now. We have so many places to look that are universal and beyond anything that has to do with political parties. I'm sorry, but it's my personal belief that our political parties have become corrupt a cesspool of uh, corruption. Not that every single person therein is corrupt, but that the opportunity for corruption is now uh, available quite readily. And many, I'm afraid, have uh, placed their allegiance away from the Constitution and being a voice for freedom themselves, away from their sworn obligations. Um, and that, uh, uh, you know, and putting their allegiance on that as opposed to on liberty itself and what oath they took. 
And that segues us right into this uh, video. So when I knew, I was so thrilled to hear about your work and Sing for Freedom. I mean, it's something I could completely relate to for so many years now, a few decades, but um, just it was the whole thing that I really loved about your story. Uh, here you are doing just like in the films in the uh, video stand your ground i tell the story through that song of a young person who was taught by parents to honor our to god constitution and to take responsibility so therefore he participated in redressing his grievances and as a result found himself uh grabbed up and put in um treated as a hostile and he's saying now that my voice has been taken in some respects it's your turn you must do this and so there you were uh knowing that there was a lot that was about to go down you had a swat style arrest you yourself up and asked god what can i do to help others while i'm awaiting i'm not going to let one day go by that will be useless just sitting around waiting for things to unfold. I'm going to work at milk every minute of every day. And God led you. I, I heard you saying that God put it in your heart to uh, support uh, our country, the values of liberty, and in doing so, point to the prisoners after you found out they were singing that national anthem. You tell this story much better than I'm doing, but I'm just kind of playing it as I hear it, as many people in your audience might hear it. Um, so you heard that they were defiantly standing up. And I remember the early days being online in group chats, prayer chats that we would stop. Someone would call in and we could hear them singing in the background. And then we could hear the whistles and the shouting and all of this when the guards were trying to shout them down. And some of them I and were actually physically handled and thrown in solitary afterwards. And yet every night at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time, there they were. I mean, who ever knew that in our lifetime, the American national anthem, that incredible story told, and a lot of people don't know the whole story behind the national anthem, which is a subject for later discussion, but it's incredibly profound, which also ties to prisoners of war, by the way, because Francis Scott Key was on board that ship in order to inspire conditions and hopefully negotiate for a release. And that's when he saw the attack and waited to see if the flag would still be there. And so for years, I've been singing that song. And especially if I've had to do an acapella version, I've been putting that big emphasis on still there. And when I heard this is what the guys in the prison were doing, I was like, oh, wow, I know that. I know that feeling. I know that leading because that's what it's about now. Through every decade, we sing it with a slightly different flavor, a slightly different leading in our heart. And now we're back to the same thing. We're standing there looking over the hull of the ship, watching and knowing that we must stand so that our flag can still be there. And so that's why we sing that song with that emphasis now and why they do, why you do. And of course, you have faithfully, you and our beautiful Mel Holly, you know, oh my gosh, what a what a warrior she is. Um, uh, she's a pop by the way i'm sure all of you in this audience know her but uh, a, a beloved friend and uh the two of you <laughs> have been faithfully recording yourself singing this night after night after night to bring attention to uh the plight of our prisoners inside but also 
to their bravery, their courage, their commitment. You know, and this is what freedom is all about. They can't take that from us. They cannot take it out of your soul once it's in your soul. As American as apple pie, as American as peanut butter and banana with a little bit of honey. Uh-huh. Based out of South Carolina, America first, American made, America grown, American harvested, no communist bees guaranteed. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. It helps keep America's working. It makes freedom taste oh so sweet. Completely raw honey, wildflower, not clover, because you don't need luck to find this good honey. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. Give the Donald a squeeze. Why do I say that? Because the bottle looks like Donald J. Trump. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. Use the promo code FREEDOM. Let them know that Pi sent you that little sweet deal that you're looking for to start your day, to brighten your day, and to maybe even make a pie for your leftist friend. Build some bridges. And then when they say, ooh, this pie tastes so great, show them the Donald Trump bottle. Collectors. And watch their head explode. A little love and unity. Sweeten the deal to help build bridges with those that might not agree that the orange man is the sweetest deal to come in 2024. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. Promo code FREEDOM. I remember years ago in 2013, I recorded, um, uh, I guess, a speech that I felt like the Holy Ghost gave me called America's Alive and Well and Living in Our Soul. And uh, I'll bring that to you to share um, here soon, Joseph. But in that, you know, there is no enemy, foreign or domestic, that can take the vision, which is America, away from us. That vision, that is a vision. And to be a voice for freedom means that we stand again past the culture, past all of these these, um, uh, current events, and we take responsibility to be that voice for how we feel it, how we hear it, how we hold it in our heart and soul. Liberty is essential, both spiritual and corporal. We have to have both so that we can have these conversations about God. So fighters, liberty fighters, liberty warriors, uh, and I don't mean to imply, you know, doing battle in our streets or anything. But I'm talking about when we stand our ground for these values, uh, that is our way of contributing to the whole cause. And I know that when this whole thing was set up by the forefathers, they did not give this to us so that we would be uh, watching other people micro, you know, we wouldn't be sort of micromanaging other people doing the job for us. The idea is that we had to keep our eyes on God and then we had to find our place community, certainly in our family, making sure our children learned the tenets of freedom and learned about a relationship with God. And then also to find a place in our community and then, of course, to participate nationally uh, in in what we can do as we the people to uh, the government is supposed to be small and we the people are supposed to be engaged in watching to make sure that people are upholding their oaths and their standards, uh, the standards which are represented in our institution. So um, when these gentlemen in the prison sing the national anthem, they are, in a sense, encapsulating in that one and a half minute verse, their commitment to the vision, which is America, to their relationship with God, and to doing whatever it is they can, even from behind bars, 
And of course, many of us in America, and there's a rising number of people who are coming together in order to uh, support all of these uh, in these inmates and the defendants, their families, because they are at the front lines of holding to freedom right now. So uh, part of my work then is to create these videos. So I just last night handed you <laughs> and a few beloved friends inside our community a copy of this new video and our flag was still there and that's what I called it. And of course my producer, uh, I'm so grateful for him, Tracy Collins, he's amazing. I've been working with him uh, literally since nine, since the 80s, <laughs> that's how far back I go with recording, but uh, since about 2003 in the making of this whole series of about a dozen albums so far. And he's been working with me to create a lot of the music for the ceremonies and you name it all through these years, these last couple decades. And so he's done a wonderful job. I sent him an acapella and he built the music around it. And I told him, I said, Trace, this is a time when uh, our national anthem means more now, as much or more than ever before. And every word, I was listening to my husband last night explaining this to somebody about why I did this video. And he was saying every word means something from the point that it was written all the way through all the history and then what we're experiencing today. And it doesn't really matter that uh, there have been those who infiltrated our government were up to no good that abuse the privilege. I mean, it matters in the way that uh, there was abuse. We eliminate that, but we keep the vision that is America. So we're not only holding on to liberty for these for such a time as this, but also in general, because the whole world is looking to us right now. That national anthem is not just for this country. It's an anthem that means something to people in countries all over. I speak to people, I speak a few different languages, so I'm in touch with the Cubans, I'm in touch with people in Spain, I'm in touch with people uh, in various parts of England and um, uh, Ireland and Scotland and uh, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, and lots in South America. I used to live in Brazil. And it's cry freedom all over the world right now. And so everything I do is done in solidarity with, of course, our American citizens, but also those in other parts of the world. And so I share our anthem with anyone who stands shoulder to shoulder with us in the global struggle to hold to liberty right now, because this war is not just operational in the United States. This uh, conflict, this attack on liberty, it's global. And they just happen to really... <laughs> Uh, there's Trojan horses of our liberties under which they're coming in to try to infiltrate even home because this would be the great prize for them. But that is yet to be seen because many of us, we already know that it's in our heart and it, and it, it, it will never, it cannot, we are unmoved and we will continue. And so I humbly submit this video to you, Joseph, I did this with you in mind. That's going to bring tears to my eyes because I know this is a very big Thanksgiving for you right now. And what you experience, we all experience, not exactly personally, but as I say in my invocation, let their shackles be our shackles. And we do not 
wish ourselves to be set free until we can all be set free. And so I submit it to you, God first to you and to all of those inmates that bravely stand up and to every single person across the United States that has now joined you in this movement, you know, to uh, sing at 9 p.m. And even if you just stand and have a moment of silence or put a little hashtag online, you, we love to hear singing because you've got this beautiful, almost like Bing Crosby type, type talent, you know, and it's so wonderful. And in whatever mood or state of health you were in, you, you come forward and you sing this, you know, night after night after night. And you know what's beautiful about it, too? So, uh, and that I've just appreciated so much is that uh, whether you have 20 people watching or whether you have, you know, a few hundred people watching on your podcast or whenever you're doing your videos, you have the same commitment, the same conviction, and you just show up. You show up humbly. You show up to uh, bring this continuity, uh, this constancy of devotion to God and your relentlessness over liberty and what an example that is and i know perhaps now uh it should be in the millions that people are coming to watch uh these podcasts but sometimes for whatever god uh reasons are you know he keeps a few in his courtyard privately for a while but who knows you know it could open up uh pretty broadly at some point but either way you will treat it the same way um the commitment is really between you and freedom and your family. So um, anyway, that was a lot of words. I didn't think I had that much in me. And I only have had three cups, sips of my coffee. So <laughs> I'll take a breath and I'll let you fill in with the part of the story you'd like to share, I guess, at this point. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. And I, I certainly appreciate the the kind words and your your friendship and dedication to my cause of bringing awareness to you know, what I see is injustices in the January 6th movement, as well as in the justice and prison systems within our nation. You know, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle a person is on. Uh, we all deserve true, fair and blind justice. And knowing that, you know, the folks that were being arrested uh, because of their presence at the Capitol on January 6th, um, it moved me because I knew they had unsanitary conditions. I knew they were being denied basic services like medical. Uh, they weren't allowed to have visitation with their families. They were not getting any religious services and things of that nature, not to mention the fact that they were on pretrial. And so they're supposed to have the presumption of innocence unless proven guilty by trial. But there's people that have still been incarcerated two and a half, almost three years, and they still have not been to trial. Um, they're, you know, beaten and maced and, and treated in some of the most egregious manners uh, while in prison, as well as defendants that are not incarcerated. I mean, we've had, um, I think it's up to nine suicides now of uh, folks that were involved with January 6th because the weight of that burden weighs too heavily on them. And, um, you know, that's a, a, a major tragedy in itself. And so, you know, you're right. God spoke to my heart when I asked what can I do with the freedom that I've been given? Because I was awarded bond, you know, I was I was released after my arrest, and uh, have been had the privilege of being able to fight my case and to speak up uh, ever since then. Back in May 2021, when the SWAT team hit me, so um, when I heard the recording come out of the jail, as you said, I I decided that was that was it. God put it in my heart. He said, "Now get involved and push it out to the rest of America," and it 
has grown to blossom into something that I never expected. You know, I'm just a slack-jawed yokel from the hills of West Virginia and decided I'm going to stand on my porch and just start singing along with them every night. <clears throat> and then I asked America to do so. You know, it's grown to the point where it's at now where I've received thousands of videos of other uh, patriots singing along and posting it online, as well as um, just countless heartfelt messages from the defendants, the inmates within the prisons themselves and their family members to say that, you know, it, it helped them through some of the darkest times of their um, of their struggle. And, you know, one of my favorite messages is from John Mellis, uh, who has been in lockup since pretty much day one, still has not had trial. And, uh, you know, he said that Sing for Freedom helped them get through some of the hardest times, which is where they were held in solitary confinement for the first year uh, with no contact to the outside world. They don't even uh, take them outside to get any sunlight. And um, hearing that America was singing along with them, uh, you know, gave them that that divine inspiration that they needed to just keep pushing forward. Um, <clears throat> and it moves me to know that something as simple as just singing along helped show them that compassion of Christ while they were incarcerated. And so, uh, yeah, I certainly uh, appreciate everything that you've had to say about it and in highlighting what it, what it meant for you. I also really appreciate that beautiful hoodie that you're wearing there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a, um, a fashion model for, uh, prospective Christmas presents for people <laughs> this year there. from your store. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wearing a sing for freedom merch making, you know, it's That's funny because my, my tagline is uh, make patriotism sexy again. Um, just because it, it sounds funny. <laughs> and, um, you know, but the, yeah. the merch does go uh, help a, a lot of, uh, a lot of what we do with our cause, um, you know, especially the website uh, that is a central hub for, Anybody that wants to get involved, whether it's to donate to the January 6th defendants through each individual's um, Give, Send, Go fundraisers or to get involved in many of the groups that we've worked with um, rather, rather closely and in this entire fight. And, uh, you know, along with just videos to bring awareness and, and many, many other aspects. So, as always, folks, I encourage you to check out the website, sangforfreedom.us. Um, but what you have done in in your work as being a voice for freedom especially since your involvement in the january 6th community um has truly been inspiring and like i told you numerous times I mean, people don't walk down the street reciting their favorite politician speech they, they walk down the street bebop into a their favorite tune it's something that stuck in their in their heart as they're walking and it having to have so much truth intertwined within great melody and harmony uh, is something that can stick with people for generations. You know, they'll listen to it while <clears throat> working in the kitchen or, you know, doing some work in the garage or whatever, and their kids will hear it. And then they'll grow up and remember those songs and remember those words and the emotion that it, it, that it invoked and possibly pass it down to the next and to the next. I mean, there's, whoops, there are, you know, songs that have been formed in times of protest that resonate across time um you know i mean janice joplin is uh for example is a, a person that people will listen to for the next however many generations and her songs were born during a time of protest for civil rights and you know equal voting etc um anti-war 
um, you know, you name it. And so the service that you bring, the ministry that you bring with uh, with that is just it's beautiful and it's, it's transcendent, in my opinion. So I certainly appreciate everything that you have to say about Sing for Freedom, because it is it is a passion of mine. They tried to use it against me in court when I went in for my sentencing hearing, as well as during my trial. And I threw it right back in their face and said, I absolutely have zero regrets for pushing this campaign forward and to try to reignite the patriotism that was fading in our nation. It helps to bring awareness and it gives hope to families. And it's it's truly based in love and unity. It's not my fault that the Brandon administration turned our national anthem into a song of protest to their uh, inequities, but I stand by it. And it's not only helped many here in the U.S., but I get videos sent to us from as far away as Europe, Japan, um, even in Iran. Um, you know, whenever they were protesting the woman being murdered uh, because of her garb, they used Sing for Freedom um, at, at that campaign to, they didn't sing the Iranian national anthem. They had a different song that they had chosen, but they used that song in protest to that woman being killed. And in Iran, they, I mean, that's, it, it takes extreme bravery because they were facing potentially the uh, penalty of death for standing up and speaking out against the uh, the current regime there. And I was honored to see that they they adopted a sing for freedom to do that. And so it's it's had a global ripple. I mean, God had a plan whenever he he poked this this hillbilly and was like, hey, do something. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm truly honored that I just have a small part in this to help shed a light on what true liberty and the tenets of freedom really mean. And sometimes putting a light on what it costs to, to keep it flying yes. freely. You know, we all have our own struggles and, you know, I'm facing federal prison time, which it is what it is. I mean, God puts me here for a reason. And so I'll take it all the joy and keep on running forward, um, you know, to pick up that banner and folks like yourself and many other Patriots have picked up the banner of sing for freedom and, run headfirst with it. And it's, uh, it's truly humbling. And, and I am truly honored. And the song that you, uh, you made was singing your own anthem and uh, incorporating what you incorporated into it. I don't want to give a, any spoilers, but beautiful does not cover. Um, it, it truly brought a tear to my eye. And you, know, you have a beautiful singing voice. You're very talented, obviously because you have an entire enterprise based on on singing and and you know expressing the true american emotion brought in to the exceptionalism that that freedom stands for and uh you know that's just it's definitely a, a, a god thing it's a god-given talent it's a, a god-given mission that you've accepted wholeheartedly and it shows in everything that you do now um i definitely recommend folks go to ann m wolf dot info to find you know anywhere that you want to find her on social media to get a hold of her music and you know use these to help spread patriotism and love of nation as well as the american values that we all stand for um across families friends loved ones kids the neighbors that wish you turn your music down um you know play it that much louder so that they can hear how much you love your nation um legally of course now, <clears throat> I'm going to play the video, if that's okay with you, but I am going to um, probably pause it a couple times and maybe share a few words 
simply because I don't want people to be able to clip it out of my video to get a copy. I want them to go to your site and uh, <laughs> get it from you. Um, and so if there's anything that you would like to share uh, while it plays as well, please chime in. Well, I will say that I agree with you that uh, these videos are created uh, so that people can use them as tools for education. I, I talk about three things that are very important right now as a result of this work. One is, of course, informing people and in education. Another thing is fundraising, because a lot of the work I do will go for fundraising for these and other causes. And then the first place is for uh, to motivate activism. And a lot of people don't have to be, you know, maybe as involved as people like ourselves are, but God had missioned us for that. But God has missioned, if you were born in this country, you are. It's not a question. You are missioned to do something, whether it's educate yourself and share it with loved ones or whatever. You are missioned to participate in uh, the, the uh, education and preservation of freedom and also in passing down to others the respect for the price of freedom. You will see the price of freedom illustrated in this video as you do in many of the videos that I've done. But um, uh, the scene, I got some real uh, World War II footage right in the middle of this video. And that footage represents the price of freedom of those before and those after, you know, and how that's so important. Um, then maybe afterwards we can talk about uh, uh, a little bit more on the activism and any other questions that you might but yeah, I'd be honored for you to, to play it. And uh, let's see if we can get a few more people singing for freedom, right? <laughs> Amen to that one. The more, the better. And Wolf's, the flag is still there. I pushed the button, I promise. For some reason, <laughs> we started over. It started nine well, seconds late, but really um, <laughs> my system is, is running. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, it, it started a little late, so I'm going to just back it up. Here we go. So proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the So gallant be streaming. Do you recorded this a cappella? Hoorah. Oh, say does 
That's a truly beautiful scene right there. That's that right the there is, yeah, that's the scene from the Capitol from the yes. they're carrying that giant flag. And um, yes. there was numerous times that I was underneath there trying to to help carry it around uh, the grounds. It, it, <laughs> oh my goodness! Just so I so iconic. Um, you know, they actually hung that on the the side of the grandstands, the bleachers, the Capitol. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a a picture of it after they had hung it up, and at night, it's uh, probably one of my favorites. It just it's a beautiful scene, in my opinion. Uh, it's very, very stirring. USA! 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 And this is where I say that this is done in memory of those who have given much. This segment here, you'll have to watch it and kind of expand it to read, but this is where I tell the story of the J6ers and also segue into your story joseph and what it is that you're doing with the sing for freedom movement well, i'm truly honored that you thought to include me in this is this is um just an absolute beautiful production and uh so i, I certainly appreciate I also give a, a big nod to the other defendants, families, supporters, people that are standing up and helping. And I always like to end with, in God we trust, right? And that's such a great picture of you, by the way. I was going to say, folks can clip that and put it in their basement, scare away some rats. <laughs> No, how about scare away some devils? <laughs> and then, of course, your sign there, inviting people to join. <laughs> and a few credits. <laughs> yeah, just beautiful. The flag was still there. just truly moving um in honesty it's it's hard to hold back tears even when i hear the anthem on a good day um but knowing this one here has such in-depth uh meaning and um value towards something that that we've been fighting for for so long uh it just makes it hit that much harder i i i feel you i, I mean i couldn't now either man i just 
it, they, the tears just come, you know, because there's so at stake. And yet, yeah. you know, I like to talk about the spiritual side of this. People talk about how afraid they are. And Jesus said, uh, fear not, for I have overcome the world. And when we walk in mercy and grace, we are already there. We have achieved, you know, we. it's not that every part of our old man nature has been worked out of us yet. But once you stand in the presence of grace, the spirit within, then you have the anchor that you need for your soul. As a matter of fact, I will mention this. Okay, so oh, this is a this is this is going to be fun to be able to share this. Um, so there is a new album coming. I'm uploading it today, as a matter of fact, to uh, through CD Baby, who are my independent distributors, and they take it out, of course, to about 50 different uh, 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 streaming platforms and so on. Uh, the audio, you know, so that's where you go, for instance, on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you know um this album will be stand your ground uh the cd with the with the uh uh name underneath what will you do with your freedom what do they call that the tagline yeah so what will you do with your freedom okay so i already have released a full album called stand your ground that's now positioned on the bookstore over at american patriot relief and uh maybe we can uh, throw that up there in the area for today uh, for American Patriot Relief um, uh, to give them a nod because they actually are a group that you can go to if you are a defendant or uh, a family of a defendant and you can uh, apply for support of all kinds, including the fact that they have a 24-hour support hotline you can call. And this uh, came into being after learning of so many people in emotional distress and just not feeling like there was anywhere to turn. Some of them become defendants and they don't know about all of the support. And so we're trying to get the word out about their support line. So this is this first Stand Your Ground album has 20 tracks on it, including all of the songs to that point that I had uh, released uh, with the help of my uh, producer over the last two years. And we put that up, I think it was around April, April or so of this year on their bookstore. It's the only place that you can go retail wise and, and to get it. I mean, you can hear it on Spotify and all those because I submit everything through the, so that it's in the library. So that way it's part of history of music out there. But as far as purchasing, I don't even sell that album on my website. But if you go there, you'll see a whole landing page for it. But you, if you click on that you want to buy it, you go to American Patriot Relief and then 100% of the proceeds of that. And it isn't a physical CD it's a download so 100 percent of those proceeds go into the coffers that then go out and help many 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 different uh, organizations and individuals uh part of this um j6 movement and so there's that going on and then uh, other videos have been used for educational purposes but this will be the second full album that will be also a benefit album for the cause as a matter of fact um I'm going to pull several albums forward, one called A Voice for Freedom and uh, another one called Redemption. And these are going to be made available to the J6 community as physical CDs so that if they need merchandise, speaking somewhere and they have their T-shirts, their ball caps. I basically was approached by board members from American Patriot Relief asking for a physical CD, not just a download, so they would have something in the way of merchandise to help raise money. 
So uh, hopefully within a couple weeks, I'll have uh, merchandise and then uh, organizations can approach and I will be able to get that to them uh, at a, uh, a very low cost so that they can, you know, hopefully create some funds there at events and so on. So that's coming up. And again, that'll be called Stand Your Ground, the CD. What will you do with your freedom will be the hashtag for that. So that has 18 selections on it and eight of which uh, I think there's at least six that haven't been published before yet. I was actually saving those songs for a future album called Lighthouse, but I'm moving them up to this album so that they can help with this cause right now. And on there is the prayer from the prayer from. So what what made me remember that to talk about that right now is that and I think I shared that you actually participated in helping to make sure that our lyrics were forward enough on the on the first uh, draft of the uh, of the song, you know, and uh, in fact, we did we did go ahead and uh, and use your advice. And Cynthia, of course, you've become like a partner in all of this too, Cynthia, my friend, Cynthia, the partners and David Summerall, he, he was kind enough to, to give a listen. David Summerall uh, heads an organization called StopHate.com, and I've been working with him since the very first song. He and uh, Trennis Evans from Condemned USA. So they often come in and parlay with me on these projects, you know, and we talk about, in fact, it was David that made the recommendation um, to join forces with American Patriot Relief on the last fundraiser, although this Stand Your Ground CD will be made available to all of the vetted J6 and uh, speakers and organizations. You need to get you some gear. Get a hoodie, hat, t-shirt, coffee mugs, any type of drinkware, really. They even have tumblers that say, I prefer some keck in my kofefi. But all sorts of Sing for Freedom merchandise, decals for the windows of your car. That way you can show everybody around you that you believe in America, that you believe in freedom, and that you're willing to stand up and speak out and fight for American values to protect our children, to stand up for those that are being politically persecuted. And you can also snub your nose at the branded administration and say, enough is enough, old man. This is our country, and we are not going to take it. We will not comply. We do not consent because we, the people, are making patriotism sexy again. All sorts of sizes, styles, colors, anything that you're looking for. P2Pprinting.com forward slash pi in on p-i-a-n-o-n p2p printing that's p like patriot the number two p like patriot again printing.com that's where we go for all of our merch and every bit of it goes to help keep what we're doing alive freedom unchained being a thorn in the establishment getting the truth and the information the people's stories out there away from the mainstream lamestream talking heads on tv as well as getting America to sing the national anthem every night at 9 p.m. because it has become a national campaign making an international difference standing up for freedom and singing on behalf of those that are being politically persecuted and telling the branded administration where they can stick it so go check out p2pprinting.com forward slash pion or just click on the link in the description box take you directly to my page on their website and get your gear you know you can make it look good So, um, yeah, so this song, Prayer from Prison. So for a while now, I'd been sitting out on the front porch, just looking up at the sky with my coffee in the morning. And I, you know, was sort of feeling so much what it would be like to be in prison in these solitary uh, confinement conditions. And where do these people go for inspiration? I had heard 
some people speak that were in solitary and now have come out. They've come to the outside and they talked about their time and how they would be just sitting there. They weren't even an iPad. They weren't allowed a Bible, nothing. And they would just be sitting there and, oh my gosh, I'm the type of person who likes to be productive all the time. You know, so I would just reach inside my soul and say, what, Lord, do they, you know, how do I, how do they, how do they go through from hour to hour? And I will tell you a couple of things that were brought to my attention by uh, defendants who came out of prison. And that is uh, the Patriot Mail Project in which people write letters to uh, inmates. And it, it's very easy to be able to find the current list and addresses. It isn't guaranteed that the inmate will receive the letter because sometimes they are deliberately and maliciously withheld. But ultimately, we hope that they will. So keep a copy of whatever you write, just in case there's a temporary hold on it. Because if you ever learn that person's been out, you can send them everything you've been sending them. And in the meantime, just send it with love. Even the very act of all of this mail arriving at the prisons is, is a statement, a very powerful statement. And so the letters have helped and the prayers. These people know that uh, the inmates, even the ones, you know, whether they're in solitary or in what they call gen pop, general population, uh, and not just uh, the DC gulag, as we like to affectionately call it, or disaffectionately call it, but also the prisons in other locations as well, because not all get to go to that. And some are worse than others. Some have actually had some good reports about the staff and the way they were treated. Other places, unfortunately, that's not the majority. But um, they are all grateful, not just for the mail, but for all these committees that are formed, for being able to receive some commissary relief. Uh, a lot of the families have been stripped of their breadwinner or one of the breadwinners by being placed in prison and all these financial burdens. And so organizations such as American Patriot Relief and a project that Ms. Helena Gibson has been working on, um, plus uh, Sarah Maccabee and others, um, they have, you know, I'm just contact me and I can put you in touch with all of these if you're not already in touch with them. Uh, but there are, if what, how, what, however God leads you to serve, you can serve by simply locating who's got a committee in place to help. But the commissary helps, the letters help. This Sing for Freedom movement I know has, oh, I mean, if these guys had nothing but garbage to eat all day, if they know that this is being sung out in the outside, not just in the U.S., but around the world at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will give them a blast of Holy Ghost that they will be able to go on for the next hours and the next day. So it, it refreshes their soul to know that they are being thought of and not forgotten. And outside the gulag, every single night since August of last year, um, our, our beloved Mickey, you know, has uh, the mother of Ashley Babbitt, who lost her life that day on January 6th, uh, needlessly. She and many others gather uh, wonderful patriots gather to just be there. And even if these guys inside the prison can't look out the window and see them, a couple of them might be able to call and speak live. And they broadcast this around the world as they're doing this nightly vigil, you know? So the nightly vigil helps. All these things help, little things. And it the way it works is that we go through something, a person is going through something very, very difficult, and then there's that breath of fresh air that comes in. Sir, we have a letter for you. 
so-and-so, we have a letter for you. And you grab that letter, if you can imagine. And you're a prisoner and you open it and you touch something that somebody wrote. Now, in some places, they're not allowed to see the letters. They're only allowed to see on their iPad a copy of it because people are smuggling drugs in that way. Either way, somebody had them in heart and mind. You know, and, and what that does to help piece together a day is shocking. It's astonishing. So I'm praying about all this, sitting on my front porch with my coffee cup and just saying, Lord, Lord, what can I, what can I do? You know, it was like you saying, what can I do, Lord? And then God showed you something. He showed you these people singing. And then you went, okay, I got it. I got the mission from here. Well, I got a song. I got a prayer called A Prayer from Prison. And I was feeling in my soul the rumbling of Celtic drums and the rumbling of, of just horses beating down, almost like a scene from Braveheart. Because you have these people that are broken, physically perhaps in some respects, and yet not broken in their spirit. And they stand up every night at 9 p.m. and sing. And then they pray. There are prayer vigils going on inside the prison. People are learning about God. They're baptized they're healing from all kinds of things they almost say i've heard him say well i wouldn't have chosen going to prison as a way for me to get right with god but when i was in there i realized that my life was was too busy and i hadn't been giving enough to god and so now i feel like i have things lined where they're supposed to be so now when i come out you know i feel like i've got a deep sense of my priorities and so on so anyway so i got this simple song together and i was able to uh convey this to my producer who is so amazing and how he tolerates me because I have all kinds of genres of music. And I mean, and he goes to town with it. And he did a phenomenal job of bringing the Celtic Braveheart kind of vibe to it. But you got to remember, here are these people that are standing up in the midst of persecution and standing their ground and looking to the skies. And so that'll be on that album along with uh, several other songs. Um, there's one called, Is There Any Room Anymore for Love? And that is a hard driving blues song about the right and the left, but how about love? Are we forgetting that? You know, and how to reach beyond all of those definitions that society creates and that the left, or shall we say the Marxists are trying to use to divide us, you know? And, um, and there's a song called, We Can Be Heroes, and that points to activism. And originally, and it is being used as a theme song, by the way, also for a group called We Can Be Heroes. And reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with them because I would love to hear from you and hear about the heroes that you would like to honor and so on and so forth. So anyway, I could I could just talk, talk, talk about all these different wonderful and amazing people. But there's 18 tracks coming out and I'll keep everybody posted on when it's available. It will be available for sale on my website. And I didn't even have a bookstore. And I have the beginning of one now, so I have to go to work and do that because CD Baby used to do that for me, but they've decided to go into, uh, get out of that retail side. So I'm going to set that up and there will be promotion to be able to help persons like yourself um, and we can channel funds your way from this. I can't think of a better use of this music. I, you know, I'm not involved in the global commercial music world. I believe God gave me these abilities and this background and experience starting from my father all the way up through everything that I've seen in my life, including witnessing things like what you're doing. I've been able to uh, just apply that for such a time as this. I, you know, we never knew we were going to be facing these things, but uh, we are. And so 
everybody just simply has to look and see what is the overflow that God has given me. You know, you've got groups like Quilts of Honor that make these beautiful quilts for veterans. My husband is going to be getting one as a combat vet. Um, you know, there are, are people that uh, use horses and farming and fishing to help people who have gone through trauma. There are people that do little weekend retreats to help people with PTSD, former veterans who have healed themselves. You know, there's just so much that can be done. So anytime you look at my work, I would ask you to to uh, just look to God. I mean, I'm just just a, a very, very humble and flawed messenger and just try to bring what I can. And um, look to God to see what it is that he has for you and have confidence in that. Have confidence that that little thing that's in your heart difference like you didn't ask yourself well i i had this big vision of all of this happening around the world and all this you just started you got an idea and you just started and the rest happened from there so i would say to people get to know the information and then just start with the love that you have just like the two commandments say love god with all your heart mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself yeah so anyway so that's news on the album <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it uh, It coming out. And like I said, you have, everything you do is just truly beautiful, amazing, and, and very heartfelt. And it's uh, it comes from a, a very sincere place uh, within you of just love of nation, love of neighbor. And, you know, you, you hit on it that this is not left versus right, not Republican versus Democrat. We're all Americans, and this is a war on freedom, right? A war of information. And, you know, we're fighting to make sure that the truth comes out and that you know we can protect what we as american citizens hold dear and true to our you know our values of liberty and you know passing that on to the next generation and it's uh extremely important you know and that you know this is truly a war um war of information war of ideologies it's uh you know the battlefield is not in the streets it's in the courtrooms it's in the legislatures it's in the hearts and minds of regular regular people that go and just want to raise their family in peace and you know work and provide and build a life for themselves here with the great opportunities that this wonderful nation can provide and uh you know every other country flees to the united states to escape oppression and um disadvantaged uh society and so if we allow that to disappear, um, there's nowhere else to run. And so not only would it affect all of us, of course, but it will affect the rest of the world in a very negative fashion. And so I see the work that you do and many others out here on the quote unquote front lines in this fight for, you know, preserving freedom and restoring true justice in this nation uh, as being one of life and death. And so I can't thank you enough for everything that you've been doing long before I was even in the picture um, because of January 6th. And so God bless you. And folks, go to nmwolf.info. Be one of the first out there to get your hands on this, this piece of history. Is this truly what it's going to be? It's what it is already, in my opinion. And um, you definitely will not be disappointed. Some of the work that she does is just just breathtaking. And it is uh, timeless. It will last for, for many generations. 
and for every sort of holidays and ceremonies and everything that folks uh, get involved in, it is very fitting and can be used for those as well. Um, great Christmas gift, stocking stuffer for sure. And it helps a great yep. cause. And yeah, and I just, and I love the fact that you have given us these Sing for Freedom t-shirts because, uh, and set that up because uh, when people purchase this and wear it, you know, it becomes a conversation piece. And really rather than, you know, and I know a lot of the people out here in this group are, are already passionate about God and uh, liberty, but uh, it's nice to have things that draw people into conversation, such as, you know, a shirt or, or something, because sometimes just answering questions and asking questions and listening to people, engaging them in conversation about what they love about freedom, sometimes that's the greatest way to pull them into greater levels of involvement in these, uh, uh, rather than just trying to, you know, load them up with a bunch of uh, facts and things like that about what's happened. Sometimes uh, uh, the best segue is just one that's gentle and, and uh, provides an opportunity to to have them actually begin to speak out loud about what matters to them. And Sing for Freedom is pretty, that's a pretty amazing little comment. I mean, you could have a lot of conversation about, uh, about music and um, it, what liberty means to any given person in their life. A lot of times what I find is people begin to talk about those in their life who served. I can't tell you how many people have said, yeah, my, my father was a Vietnam veteran or my grandfather served in World War II or whatever. And, you know, things they don't talk about every day. And yet maybe they think nobody's interested, but then here they have somebody who's uh, really interested. And then suddenly, you know, I've had this happen, you know, on Twitter spaces, uh, they call it X now, but on, on those conversations and also in, uh, in, you know, chats on many different social media platforms where uh, somebody makes a comment and then uh, it happened. There was a, a bunch of veterans were talking on a Twitter space about other subjects and the issue of veterans and PTSD came in. And uh, one guy said, oh, oh, we probably should stop talking about all this stuff. I don't know who's interested in this. You know, people aren't interested in, you know, veterans and all that. And I, so I raised my hand <laughs> and I got up there and I started putting down in the little bubble area there, all kinds of videos. And next thing you know, we had a two, three hour conversation of everybody sharing about their relatives serving or them serving, overcoming PTSD, overcoming this and that, you know, um, uh, you know how the grandfather would never talk about what happened in World War II and uh, just, just so much. And we just need the conversation to go so that it, it remains a very healthy part of our family histories as well as our nation's history. And so those that's are what the t-shirts do, yeah. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> yeah, and those are conversations that are very important um, to have because like you said, a lot of folks either take it for granted that nobody wants to hear it or that they will um, you know, maybe be shot down or be, be met with negativity. And so if they see somebody wearing a shirt that outwardly expresses their love of nation, their love of freedom. And, uh, you know, using something as, as innocuous as music to amplify that in the conversation, yeah. you know, it can really can be a starter. And it gives, you know, definitely an opportunity to highlight January 6th um, because of, you know, of its origin. And so, you know, I, uh, I appreciate the kind words. Um, 
the one that you're wearing is actually actually a legacy piece that uh that logo oh. is no longer being used it's still available but oh, okay. we've moved on to something a little more uh streamlined but the gentleman that made that design uh was a, a dear friend that reached out uh at the beginning close to the beginning of the sing for freedom campaign uh him and his uh several sons they're they're graphically uh inclined to do different designs and stuff online and um, he said hey i noticed you really don't have a, a logo or anything would you like us to help you make one and of course i was honored i'm like yeah that, that'd be great i appreciate it and him his sons put together uh that logo and then another one that i i used and um unfortunately about a month after i released it and you know started using it on merch and putting it into my videos uh he had succumbed to an illness and passed away wow. and uh his sons uh still carry on his legacy and all the great things that they do but um because it is uh a very tough subject um i don't i don't have much contact with them anymore um just because it it rehashes some of the emotional struggles that they've had to do in losing their father um so i'm very proud of his involvement and his contribution to the the sing for freedom movement it's something that i will never forget and never take for granted um and so we've sort of put those two uh designs up on a pedestal and uh to give them the honor that that he deserves and um <clears throat> to not try to what's the word i'm looking for uh to not diminish his legacy and to not try to quote unquote commercialize um off of him out of respect we retired those and moved to a different logo um one that uh myself and mel holly designed um she put a, a lot of great work into it which is the logo you'll see up in the top corner of the screen here folks um but yeah that yeah the one that you're wearing and uh the other the other design that we have have just deep deep uh feelings and, and emotion behind that so i'm glad to see that you uh are wearing it proudly and i'm sure his children um when they see folks wearing that um we deeply moved to know that uh, something that their their father was passionate about and deeply involved in is speaking up on behalf of freedom and the many great things about this nation uh will carry on um in into the future so god bless you for that one yeah we're we're just we just get up every day and ask god okay what do we do today god and just go to work and that's it that's, you know that's it that's it just yes, keep pushing indeed. forward um, no matter what fire stands in front of you just know that you don't go in alone and that's uh something i've tried to instill in others and you've heard me say it numerous times i, I lean heavily on the uh, story of shadrach meshach and abednego from scripture because i realize that's right now is the story of america that we cannot bow to tyranny no matter what punishment we may face but eventually knowing that we are not alone we're going to come out of this unharmed we're not even gonna have any trace of of the damages that have been done as a whole and uh eventually our nation will be restored but it's up to all of us to stand in those convictions and to hold on to our faith for god to be there with us i would say so and you know what joseph um 
another area that I talk about whenever I get the opportunity is the area of spiritual warfare and, and how that works. Because a lot of people hope that by deepening their connection with the Holy Spirit, you know, coming to the cross and going through all of that, you know, that somehow they would be relieved of some of the anguish of the world, you know, of life. But in fact, uh, when you represent liberty of soul and and when you represent uh, liberty of life, you're right over the target and the enemy will come after you hard. Whether it's people who have contempt and hatred for those things, uh, call it uh, the devil working through people, however you want to describe it, it's going to be there. And so we don't have to worry about the shoe, you know, when the, when is the shoe going to drop? You know, you can just pretty much know that if you're trying to do good things, there will be those who will try to disrupt it. And that's just the way it is. And uh, in fact, to, to be perfectly honest, they would just assume you not be on the planet, you know? So uh, every level of your life, every fragile area in your heart and soul, everything is up. Or, Amen. Uh, and or, uh, I guess being provoked. Yes. And so, but we have grace, you know, that wonderful story of Paul, uh, when he goes to God and, and is basically saying, oh Lord, you know, there's so much prevailing upon me right now. And the answer was very simple, just a few short words. And that is my grace is sufficient and grace is another word for the spirit. So we can go to that for strength, for wisdom, for what to say. Um, and then in the meantime, keep ourselves in to keep learning and keep growing and keep allowing all that old nature to die off because of our proximity uh, to the to the new to the new man inside. Keep growing, and when we are met with disaster, you know, different just just warfare of all kinds, lean on that spirit within and lean on one another. Our job with each other is to be edifying, not to judge each other, but to be edifying, to listen to each other. And this is something that goes. On denominations this has to do with hey we're in this fight together i had an old man day can you help me kind of get myself back onto the path of mercy and grace and and maybe tomorrow it'll be the next one and then we help that person and that's what it's supposed to be all about so uh rather than fear that warfare we just uh and then whatever we go through we can also examine our own conscience well was i overreacting did i act like a jerk you know, was I uh, leaning heavily on my old man knee-jerk stuff? Or, or did I go through the wisdom of the Spirit? Did I go through the what, what God would have me do? Like, what would Jesus do? Remember those bracelets that people used to wear? What would Jesus do? And yeah, there's a time to set healthy boundaries. There's a time for self-defense and all that kind of thing. But there's also plenty of time for us to go through grace within in order to be able to uh, have the wisdom we need. It's not enough just to have knowledge and quote scriptures and all of that. We need to have that deep wisdom that's based in love and humility and respect. So, yeah, so I'm not afraid of the warfare. It's it's a nuisance. It's always an inconvenience. It always hurts, but I do believe that grace is sufficient. But I think you were about to share something about that because you get, <laughs> you, you would certainly know a lot about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, war is never pretty, uh, whether it's bureaucratic, political, or actual boots on the ground combat. Um, there's uh, something that you hit on that, that I definitely understand in great depth, and that's the closer that you are to God, the more the enemy, the devil, demons, however you want to uh, portray it, um, the, the harder they attack you. So the, the closer you are 
the harder they come. And uh, a lot of folks say it online without realizing it, but whenever something of adversity comes their way, like they get censored or, uh, you know, shadow banned, whatever, they just like, oh, I must be over the target. And that's, that's truly it. If you are in this spiritual war and you're over the target, then they are going to come after you with everything that, that, you know, they possibly can. And we don't war against flesh and blood. It's the powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. So the left or those that are opposing us physically here on earth may not even know that they are doing um, the bidding of the spiritual enemies. And because they're misguided, they believe a lie. They, um, you know, the, our, our enemies are subtle um, spiritually. And so they don't, they don't appear in front of us as a, you know, bright red man carrying a pitchfork and hooves. Um, you know, it's the serpent that comes to you with a smile and a whisper. And so um, to recognize that it uh, can be difficult for some time for some folks, <clears throat> but Christ tells us to pray for our enemies and pray for those that persecute you. And I have tried to it, um, abide by that as much as I possibly can. You know, even so far as when I was arrested, I thanked all of the arresting FBI SWAT team members. I thanked them for their service. The prosecutors in trial, like in open court, I thanked them for their service. Um, and also, again, during my sentencing colloquy at my sentencing hearing, I turned around and thanked them. I told them, I, I believe you're wrong, but I'm not the arbiter of truth. I see that you signed on the dotted line that you wanted to live a life of service to our nation and to its people. Um, and that is commendable that, you know, and they they tried to hold it against me in, in trial because, you know, they say that nobody at January 6th was a patriot. and. I scoff at that. And it's because if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody wearing a, a veteran's hat, you know, it has the picture of a Navy ship on it or, you know, Marine Corps, whatever, <clears throat> even Army, because I was in the Navy. So I got to give them a hard time. But even, uh, you know, Army or, or Air Force, whatever, I don't stop them and ask if they actually served, if they actually got an honorable discharge, if they you know, I don't want a complete dissertation of their their time in the military. I just stop for a moment and thank them for their service. It's not for me to judge whether the service that they are expressing outwardly is valid or worth my praise. Just the simple fact that they are willing to express love of nation and a life of service to to our fellow man um, in a public fashion warrants me giving them thanks. And so, you know, they, uh, the other side, quote unquote, does not comprehend that too well. And that even somebody that may be in the wrong can still be, uh, have patriotic intentions and still be worthy of, of thanks. And at a time like now of Thanksgiving, maybe that's something we all should remember that even those that are opposing us ideologically are doing it with the best of intentions. And so they still deserve the same modicum of respect that every creature and creation that God has made deserves because we all are created in his image and are direct reflections of God. Sometimes the reflection isn't good, but they still deserve the honor that you would give any creation of, of the creator himself. And so that's why I try to try to push as much 
peace, love, and unity, and expressing that, you know, we're not fighting against people. It is a spiritual war, and that we can take the higher ground and use the grace of God to, you know, attract more bees with honey than vinegar. You're not going to convince somebody they're wrong by attacking them. You can only express the truth in expression, express it in a way that is compassionate and understanding to all parties involved. And so that's one thing I love about the whole Sing for Freedom campaign is it is a protest, but it's a protest that is trying to unify both the left and the right. The every faction in this nation that if you love our country, no matter what ideological dealings you may have individually, together we're all Americans. We all deserve true justice. We all deserve basic human and and constitutional rights. And so um yeah, I kind of forgot where I was headed with that, but it's it's truly where it is. You know, this is a, a spiritual war and our nation as a whole is under attack. They want to get freedom out of the way. Yeah. That and also these very things that you're talking about. Uh, what you have just defined, um, Joseph, is mercy. Because a lot of people, they ask me, you talk about mercy and grace a lot, Anne. Uh, how can you be, you know, t talk to me about mercy? And I said, well, first of all, mercy doesn't mean that you agree with some of the things that have just taken place or seen somebody do. But it's your ability to be able to see them through the lens of the spirit as to who they could be if they stood in the light of Christ, in the light of the Spirit of God, um, how God sees them as a treasured and valuable soul, whether they see that themselves or not. So it's not based on actions, current actions, or current consciousness in any of that. It's based on um, uh, what God says is true about them. And it's up to us to be able to bring our standard up to that. So when we, it doesn't mean that we have to tolerate things either. We, you have to set healthy boundaries sometimes, you know, but, but what you're doing is you're operating on God's presumption about someone by approaching them with respect. And also I believe there's a place for listening. You, you know, they say we've got one mouth, two ears, you know, we have to take that time to listen. So sometimes one of the most effective ways of conveying information to someone that you hope would be helpful to somebody, especially if they're going down a trail you're worried about, is to ask questions and lead them into conversation. And sometimes uh, the best teachers are those that lead people to the door of their own understanding as opposed to just kind of batter ramming them with, a, with facts, you know. Uh, it's like it says in Corinthians, it, we can have all of these abilities, skills, and things that, that go on, but if we don't have love, it's like a clanging brass bell or something it's ridiculous you know it doesn't really work but yeah so i i really appreciate that what you say and i've and i'm glad you brought that up because that is in fact one of the reasons why uh uh i've kind of stayed close to your your mission because i believe that is what you're doing and there's no telling what impact that has on the people that you've been in contact with in that room, they might kind of look around and go, can you believe this guy? You know, like, what? you know, but then when they go home in the three o'clock in the morning and the Holy ghost wakes them up and they're there thinking about that, it haunts, it becomes a thorn in their flesh. <laughs> when we show mercy 
when we have the ability to stand there with the confidence that God gives us through the spirit of God and look at somebody as to who they are in God's eyes. Now, and I'm not talking about their actions and choices. You know, I'm talking about them as a treasured soul and somebody who God wishes to have a relationship with. Whether they do or not, that's another matter. But when we do that, that can be very disturbing to some people, even if we've never exchanged words. And the fact that you've had the opportunity to be able to show that respect. I'm so deeply grateful that you're doing that because when you do it, you're representing more than just yourself in that situation. And I just pray that that thorn becomes the aggravation that doesn't leave a lot of these people so that they can come out of Babylon. They can come out of this system that they've gotten themselves caught in that maybe they don't even quite realize what it is yet, you know, but that they would eventually find their way, you know, to, um, to what God offers, you know, and to life sort of on the outside of that system, the beast or whatever you want to call it, you know, and yeah. I'm not saying that people that serve in those are all operating like that because there are some amazing judges there are some amazing uh, police officers, firefighters. These people go out and they don't care your religion. They don't care if you're in your worst day, they're going to help you. And that is commendable. But I know that there's also a lot of question about some people that abuse the authority and stuff like that. Well, that's true of, of any job out there. Take any group in society. You're going to have those, uh, they call them bad apples, but you have those people that because of their lack of spiritual maturity, they might abuse. But let's look more at what. This, what God is offering than what the enemy's doing. And if we find people like that, maybe we're the ones to stand in the gap and say like you did, or say a prayer for them on their behalf, you know, to be able to, you know, like maybe they're such ornery people, nobody wants to be around them, never mind pray for them. And maybe God trusted you that you would be the one that would actually pray for them because we separate the person from the manipulator, the, the spirit behind them, taking advantage of their unresolved areas use them to take fiery darts at other people trying to do good things, you know, and they're taking pleasure in the wrong things. And so we ask for deliverance for, for the individual and for them to come into freedom, the light of freedom. And then we ask for whatever that dark influence is to be gone, to be gone by the authority of the name. We've been given authority in the name of Jesus. You know, we have been, I sound like a, like a, like a preacher right here, but I guess you could say that I am. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon, everybody buys things off of Amazon and then they give their money to China or they give money to leftist, communist, Marxist programs. They support what we despise. So vote with your dollar, folks. Stop going to Amazon. I know there's nothing out there that is going to help America first, small businesses, especially those that are veteran owned and is a good enough competitor to Amazon to make it worth your time. You are wrong. MammothNation.com, frontline competitor to Amazon. Everything that they handle is strictly vetted to make sure those companies are America first. And they focus a lot on veteran-owned small businesses. You can get everything that your basket of deplorables may need to be filled with. Get whatever your patriotic heart desires. And they are offering a wonderful 30% discount so you can help and vote with your dollar. 
get the things that you want, the things that you need, and tell Amazon where they can stick it. MammothNation.com. Get a 30% discount by using the promo code of FREEDOMJ6. That's FREEDOM, the letter J, the number 6. Tell them Pi sent you. MammothNation.com, promo code FREEDOMJ6. And start focusing on America first and telling China to get out of our pocket and tell Amazon where they can go next. <laughs> but that's the truth. That's the fact. You know, we can stand on that confidence and authority. So I'm very, very grateful that you speak about this. And by the way, folks, those of you who are uh, listening, um, if you haven't had a chance to hear our brother Joseph here uh, preaching, please look for it in his links because you will truly be blessed. It's such a humble, straightforward, um, down-to-earth approach. And that's what we need. We need people just telling the truth about their journey from uh, the old man to the new and just what it is, what the fulfillment that comes from, uh, you know, following the path that has been set before us. Jesus laid out a path of mercy Uh, reminding people that they can do all of the beautiful traditions and memorize scriptures and dress up perfectly and do all these things perfectly. But if they've lost mercy in their heart, what do they have? And then upon that foundation of mercy, uh, then we can build a life of grace. And so that's how it works. It's, It's a very real thing that really has nothing to do with much with religious establishments, but uh, not to say that some don't, understand this that are a part of religious establishments but it is something that happens within i don't think uh jesus came here to establish a religion (laughs) um but uh you know and there is wisdom i will say from uh religions all over the world that point to god and uh, anybody that wants to talk about their love for god and how they treat others and 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 apply mercy and so on i'm always happy to hear about that but i'm just very grateful that that um that i have grace and to have brothers and sisters like joseph to be able to share what it means to uh, walk in mercy and attempt to hold to grace in our each humble ways you know so thank you so much for for that which you bring to this front lines movement which is a little something extra a little something extra very 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 important at the heart of all of this this is where our true strength and longevity will come well, I certainly can't thank you enough. I mean, you talk about me. I'm wondering, like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait, is, who's this person she keeps talking about? <laughs> um, but no, I, I do appreciate that. And now if anybody's interested in, in uh, checking out my ministry, I call it the Book of Life Ministries. It's on uh, YouTube. I put up uh, several um, videos of my sermons up there. And, you know, it's just something uh, something I try to do to to give back and give glory to God and some of the most unconventional places sometimes, but nonetheless, uh, well-received. And, you know, it's, uh, it was my calling. And there's a long story that goes uh, behind how the ministry even got started and how I got pointed in that direction. Um, but that would be a conversation for another day. Um, All right. I, I certainly cannot thank you enough for coming on here and, um, you know, sharing everything that you've been doing as well as the, the, the song uh, flag is still there. It's just, truly just moving and beautiful and I can definitely tell you have the propitious smiles from heaven shining down on you and everything that you do and I am just honored to be able to to be witness to that and to have just a 
a small part. I mean, the fact that you included me in that song and the Sing for Freedom campaign and what it means for you is just, I mean, I'm, I'm honored and I'm humbled and, you know, I'd, I'd make jokes, you know, self-deprecating jokes of, oh, you take that picture and put it in your basement, scare away rats and whatnot. But in all honesty, I'm, I ran around the house and showed my whole family and, and, <laughs> um, you know, was, was just extremely proud that, uh, that you thought of me for that, that moment. And it's going to be something to go, like, like I said, it's timeless. And so that is a, a legacy that'll, that'll move, move, move on, uh, long after I'm even gone. And so for that, I cannot thank you enough. Is there um, anything else that you would like to, <clears throat> excuse me, anything else that you'd like to share uh, with the audience before we move on to the next uh, next segment here? Well, thank you so much for uh, for giving me this opportunity to be able to to share not uh, to share what I see uh, in your work, but also to share some thoughts with with your audience. I appreciate all of you out there. I appreciate how you're there for Joseph and coming in. And uh, just coming together, you know, while you were speaking just a minute ago, I, I just always say thank you, God, for your provision that I was able to do this because I don't do these things alone. First of all, I had to go through the growth experiences to be able to uh, to see what God wanted me to see. And then I have the provision of um, my producer, you know, that he that he I mean, it's certainly a a team made in heaven, you know, from years ago for us to do this life work together. He's an amazing soul, loves loves this country and so i'm deeply grateful for that but i'm deeply grateful for you joseph and for all the people that are here together uh and who will be watching this in the future because um your community coming together in community like this uh to support one another we're a team you know i kept just, like while you were speaking i just was hearing in my head we're a team i'm just doing my part you're doing your part and the audience out there all of you all uh being here i know it's the world to Joseph. It means the world to me and other people that are in this movement. So what your love, your caring, your showing up, it really matters. And guess what? There's even more things you can do. And um, and so keep 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 your keep your antennas up and ready because there'll be more opportunities to expand in the ways that you're giving and sharing. But for right now, I'll say I'm honored to be a part of your team. And uh, we did get to have a very robust conversation day i'm so grateful for that um i always do with you though because we're so excited about the same things you know god and liberty and i mean you know we could we could talk ourselves a, a streak for a week you know on that but uh so i appreciate folks you you hanging in there for this and sharing this share these works and and all that you do thank you so much once again for being uh, uh being together in unity as you talk about joseph thank you so much for talking about unity and with that i will i will uh uh pass the the mic back to you with my my gratitude and my respect and i'll be watching as one of your uh one of your team members well god bless you ma'am and i certainly do appreciate your friendship i'm thankful for you i'm thankful to god that he brought you into my life in such a time as this and um just keep up the good fight. You inspire many and you definitely inspire me to keep pushing forward and to keep my eyes on the prize of the true tenets of liberty, freedom, and, and the grace of God. So everybody, I certainly encourage you all to go to Ann, that's A-N-N, 
M as in majestic, just like her voice, Wolf, <laughs> W-O-L-F, info I-N-F-O, to uh, show support as well as get your hands on just some amazing, amazing works of art uh, and the music and talent that she she brings to the table to help keep this flag flying freely because it will always be there as long as our patriotic fervor is still there as well. And those that are willing to go and pick up the banner to carry freedom into the next generation. And for that, ma'am, I cannot thank you enough for the hard work, dedication and love of nation that you show to all of us. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, ma'am. Later. I'm just speechless. She's an amazing soul, a beautiful person, a beautiful patriot, and uh, I'm truly honored to call her friend. Um, definitely go show her some love and support, info. And um, I'm glad that she reached out today. And uh, I, I said, can you want to you want to come on this morning? Uh, I'd love to have you share your story and, and what you've been doing. The song that she shared with me yesterday and Thanksgiving um, was truly a gem. And I was honored that I got to share it with my family and uh, those that were here that are loved ones. Um, because it's just it epitomizes everything that that we as Americans have stood for and fought for. And it also shows literally everything that I've tried to instill in my family, as well as everybody that I have been in contact with because of January 6th and Sing for Freedom campaign, all bottled into one in a very artistic fashion. And she sings pretty dang good too, so that helps. So beautiful voice, beautiful soul. With that, just a huge thanks to Anne for sharing and uh, showing that love for all of us. Oh, say can you see by the dawn? Hey.